What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome back to the 100 After Show. Today we're going to be talking about Season 5, Episode 6, Exit Wounds. Murphy's being tracked, Echo is being banished, and Maddie is starting an Octavia fan club. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Who are they gonna run to? It depends yeah. who you're gonna. It depends who you're talking to and who they're gonna run to. More like who are they running from? In I mean, show. this is a good point. Yeah. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Hundred After Show. As always, I'm your host Taylor Gates. I am joined by two lovely panelists. Hey, it's me, Cherry. How you doing? Hey guys, Sarai on the on the mic three. On the mic three, love it. Um, but we have a really great show for you guys tonight. A lot happened in this episode. We're also going to be talking about our boss move, of course, like my favorite part of every show. And um, I have some cool news for you guys at the end, so definitely stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. And exactly, and make sure to leave your thoughts in the chat roll. We love bringing you guys into the conversation and hearing what you guys thought. Um, so let's start off talking about what you guys thought overall of this episode. It was plotting and scheming, yeah. unexpected moves. Should I say boss moves? Yes, uh-huh. I will. And Octavia is still in charge. She is not the one. She's just like, I'm not the one for this. It's definitely a competition for bosses at this point. Everyone, all the different cliques have now met up in one place. And it's just, and, and it's like basically a battle to see who is the main boss, like the boss of the boss. Yeah, you know what I mean? agree. Yeah, it is interesting because I know at the beginning of the season we were talking about like, ooh, are they going to keep everyone separated from a while? Mm-hmm. And everyone really is in kind of the same spot right now. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I did miss Raven and Abby, though. Like, yes. they were noticeably oh. absent. They're two of my favorites. So I was like, oh, I, I miss them. But I'm sure they'll be back, you know, next definitely, episode. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. And we had no, no shortage of, like, awesome people in this episode still. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very, um, you know, Octavia-focused. And let's just start off by talking about her. Because I feel like she and Echo and Bellamy kind of made up the sort of big meat of this episode. Um, so we start off by Octavia getting her sand wound fixed by Clark, which I agreed with Maddie. It looked pretty wicked cool, honestly. It was kind of sparkly in places. Um, yeah. Maddie's a huge fan. It's oh, yeah. like her it's, in, so it's like cute. her live comic book. She's been hearing about her, and she's like this fictional, you know, well, not fictional, but she's like this hero in her mind, yeah. and now she gets to meet her, and she's just like, it's in 3D, you know? And that wound was kind of cool. I mean, I can't blame Maddie. I was like, you know, that's kind of cute. I, I wear this a necklace. Right? <laughs> it's like if you're going to get injured, it might as well be that's, from like sand diamonds and worms and like in yeah. cool ways like that. So, um, so yeah, Maddie is like a huge fan. But Octavia is not, you know, she's having her own struggles. There's a lot of people in the bunker that she can't really get to come out because they're afraid they're going to be bombed again, which like fair enough. That's which is a pretty po- very much valid a threat. Yeah. Very valid threat. And also their hydro farm is not really, like, giving them the food they need. And the land really isn't arable to, like, grow anything. They really have to get back to this shallow valley. Always. I don't know if you guys notice this, but every season there's always a shortage somewhere. And it's always lush (laughs) another place. You know, it's damnation here, but here we can survive. The grass is literally always greener (laughs) on another side. Always. So this is typical 100 fashion. You know what I mean? So now the saving grace is shallow, 
shadow, shallow valley. You know what I mean? But at one point it was the bunker, another point was actually being on the ship, you know, so. Right. But that's, just always, the, that's just the hundred for you. But they're always going to have to compete for food and water. It just isn't mm-hmm. enough of land and food and mass and everything. Even before the fire and everything, it just mm-hmm. wasn't enough. Yeah. And that was why they came down from the ship because they were running out. So it's yeah. just a common thread with them. Yeah, for sure. And Dioza knows this and um, that whole like Dioza's whole kind of crew um, kind of capitalizes on this and decides to fly over the bunker. They fly little parachutes, kind of like the little Hunger Games mm-hmm. parachutes um, with like baskets of apples and food and stuff. And they say, listen, we invite you guys to join, you know, team um, one crew. team. Yeah, team <laughs> Eli- Elias crew or whatever that ship was called. I think it's Allegis team Allegis crew. Um, if you come unarmed, you know, we'll all be friends. It'll be great. Um, did you guys think that that was a trap or did you, were you like, oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was a bomb. I thought it was like six or seven bombs coming down and it was mm-hmm. going to end it. But then li- logically that wouldn't make sense because that'd be the end of the episode or at least that would mess up some stuff. But I totally thought it was bad, more bad than good for sure. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't surprised. What I find fascinating is that Marcus really seems to want to take Octavia out of her leadership role and basically put her under sand and, and get her out of it for whatever reason. And the minute she, um, the minute Dioza was like, this better work, all I could think of was she was looking at him and she's like, oh, you're going to make yourself useful, either with tech or propaganda or, physically. or in my bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <She's already laughs> Somewhere or another. Yeah. She's already looked at Abby and she's already done the, I'm going to steal your man. <laughs> Just going to let you know. He's going to use girl. one of his hands for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought it was really interesting that Octavia immediately knew that it was Kane who like had written the speech that they were playing over the speakers. I was like, oh, she's good. Like mm-hmm. she knows. Like, and I, I mean, I don't think I would have like, necessarily been like oh that was definitely Kane but she knew mm-hmm. right away were yeah. you guys like I, you, we probably weren't surprised honestly um, when you think honest, about it to be honest they've been through so much together mm-hmm. and at this point to survive so many things that they've been through they have to have a certain familiarity with how each person reacts like for example the way Clark may react or Octavia may react or, or Bellamy you know they all act distinctively um, in, in under pressure mm-hmm. and him writing the speech I'm pretty sure some of his lingo was familiar to her, you know? It was definitely his yeah. voice, mm-hmm. even though they were her words, but it was such intimate things about what was going on with the bunker people and one crew that it had to have been someone who knew them, and mm-hmm. he was the only one that was going to do it. And Abby's yeah. in the midst of her him. drug That's a good problem, point. so she's not going to be writing anything. down for the cow right now. <laughs> um, do you and- think it's smart that she asked Kane to do it, as opposed to her? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right now. Right now I would say yes. For sure. Um, And so they say, listen, go be on the ruins tonight and we'll pick you up on our little ship and you'll be safe with us. Um, And Octavia is not super happy about this, of course, and she threatens to shoot everyone that goes beyond the ruins, which I don't know, guys. Like, I I like that she's like a strong leader, but... Mm -hmm. That's just straight up like dictatorship right there. You know, like if you're not even giving your people any choice, like how do you justify that? Because Cherry, I know you're going to try because you love her. First of all, I'm Team Octavia, go girl. (laughs) We know. Second of all, giving them additional fighting power and people who could fight and knows their fighting style. I can understand where Octavia would say. Once you become part of that crew, you're going to help them, which means you're mm-hmm. going to fight against us and go tell them the bunkers and everything. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That makes great sense. 
They know the strategies. That's um, a good point. Yeah. I thought it was a horrible idea, though, for him to even try to take people from one crew. Like, he should have known someone was going to die. It's going to be some type of casualties if you're trying to take people from, you know, from her and her mm-hmm. dictatorship, you know? Like, I just, I thought automatically something was going to happen. That's true. Yeah. I think in a way, though, Kane is trying to, like, save his people still. He, like, really finds Octavia's leadership style toxic. And so, in a way, of course, he's trying to kind of collapse her leadership style. But I think in a way, he's also trying to, like, save his people, even if yeah. it, it does have to be with Yoza. Because I feel like last episode when they shared the tequila, was it tequila or whiskey? Yeah, she slipped it over her two that fingers. Tequila, yeah. They kind of bonded, and I think that they sort of made a, a truce, and I think there's some mutual trust there. So I think that mm-hmm. in a way, it's not even just trying to like get back at Octavia for anything. It's like mm-hmm. he's trying to trying to save his peeps, you know? They have common ground. You know, how she mentions she wants the human race to go on between I don't know if you're going to talk about this a little later, but like she wants the human race to go on because of yeah. the sickness and the numbers game, and she's welcoming the one crew just because, hell, we want people to live past you know, our grandkids, you know? Right, right. So. Also, I think Marcus wants to be in charge again. Hmm. I think that's part of the issues. Marcus and um, her brother both look at her and think, I sh- I'd be a better leader. Clark is looking at her like, I- I'll be a better leader, too. And I think that's the other thing is they all think, in my, in, if I were doing it, I would have done this better. And, be, and it's like, no, nah, you know. To be fair, though, he does have leadership experience. Like, he made lots of mistakes, but on the arc, like, he did have that experience. I don't know, guys. I think there's things to be said about everyone. I feel like nobody in this show's ever been a perfect leader by any means. <laughs> no leaders, for sure. Yeah, I if feel like we could have a whole show mm-hmm. where we just, like, debate who would be better in a situation, which actually sounds like a lot of fun, and um, that would be a great, a great show, honestly. Um, but let's switch gears just a little tiny bit and start talking about um, Bellamy and Echo, because they were really prevalent in this episode as well. So Bellamy um, comes with Echo and basically vouches for her with Octavia mm-hmm. and was like, look, I know that six years ago you guys had this thing, this this bad blood between you, but it was six years ago. Um, would you guys personally have, like, forgotten that and think you could forgive? Because, like, there's a lot of stuff that went down there. True. Um, I think that her that kind of messes with her character a little bit. Mm. Her her character seems now that anybody can be one crew as long as you're set for one crew, you accept it, we're all together. But now that she's kind of holding a grudge from before the time that this has been, you know, made or whatever, she's still holding grudges. To me, I think that kind of does a little disruption to her character. Interesting. You know? Yeah. How I look at it, and, and it's not because I'm team. <laughs> you're so Here biased, Cherry. Here we go. <laughs> but it's because that was what she had decreed. She fleed. Her fleeing caused a lot of upheaval amongst the people mm-hmm. and caused a lot of death and disruption. And so I understand where she's coming from because if she's coming back again, that's also going to sow dissension amongst the people who are going to say, oh, well, she's really supposed to be the leader, not Octavia. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the issues that they're sort of having little mini rebellions again. That's yeah. true. So I guess it needs to be clear what happens before the bunker. Those Does that even matter? Or is it everything from now going forward? Is there going to be a one team or not? Or do some things in the past still play? You know? Right. It's true. It, it hasn't gotta, been cleared yet. You got to decide. And that's so. kind of that's kind of the tricky part. That's kind of the sticky point right now, I feel like. Um, and so Octavia's like, listen, you got 24 hours to leave or else you're fighting in the arena. So they're having the arena on... On land. On land now. <laughs> like gladiators. 
All right. Yeah, you do you. You do you. But they still have a limited amount of food. So it's true. They still are not are having food issues. They essentially oh, have population. like the same problems that they were having yeah. in the Every bunker. We just, uh, we just brought it up airs. a few yeah. levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have fresh yeah. air. That's so First we were in the air. Now we're on the ground. Yeah. They were in the jungle. You know, now we're in the, bunk- <laughs> the bunker. Everywhere like, we're transported it's going to be these problems. No food. With new... But they keep getting batteries. Issues. They keep getting... Um, what was it? it was solar for the car. But they keep getting cer- certain essentials except for food. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what grocery store are they finding batteries at? <laughs> You guys have a well, Walmart? Yeah, they're, they're using. I mean, I don't think the technology, the if it was buried stuff. under, would still be fine. Mm. It's just um, finding the pieces to make them and having the know how, which is why, of course, the space crew is willing to bring them on. But I have a feeling even when they bring on the one crew, they'll always be a second class citizen. And also, sure. considering they're criminals and violent offenders. They'll always look at them as being prey to a certain degree. It'll be in like a servitude way, like, yeah. "Hey, you can be here. Like, we won't kill you, but like, you're basically going to do everything we say." Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think that's definitely has the uh, potential to happen. Um, and Bellamy's super disheartened by Octavia acting this way because Echo's his girl now. He's, that's the boo thing. His girl now. Yeah. Um, for I now. Think, yeah, for now. <laughs> so Clark think... likes men again. <laughs> that's next season. Clark likes everyone. <laughs> Everybody. Um, but I think that's been really consistent this season is Bellamy trying to kind of like pull Octavia out of this like darkness that she's yeah. kind of fallen into in ways. Um, so I think it's interesting that he keeps trying to get through to her, and she just is like, she won't budge. She's she gone. will not budge. She's yeah. like, her armor is way too thick. She's not letting anybody in. Um, and it's just, it's so sad. Like, we've had little tiny moments of connection between the two of them, but I really miss that, like, sibling bond that they had. Yeah. Do you think if he joined one crew, she would be more susceptible to listening to him? If he became a part of the group? Because she no. listens to Cooper somewhat. She listens to Cooper, but... Well, Cooper listens to her, yeah. though, at the end of the day. True. You know what I mean? True. And I think Bellamy isn't... Bellamy wants to tell her what to do. Not mm. only does he want to tell her what to do, he wants to tell her what to do in front of one crew, which usurps her authority. Yeah. And she He's can't have go. that. He's yeah. got to go. And he keeps, <laughs> like, his perspective. chasing her down. Octavia! Octavia's like, dude... And she looked back like... I told you not to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to take you down right now because we got mess going down, but I told you. Uh, he's, I still, pushing he's, he's, he's pushing, pushing it. He's pushing it. But honestly, like, that's sweet to me because he's doing it in spite of knowing that she could, like, totally retaliate against him because he cares about her so much. That's, the, my, that's my perspective, at least. He doesn't see that she's grown up and she's the woman in charge. Yeah. I, he still sees yeah. her as a little girl underneath the floorboard that he has to take care of and protect and he still doesn't really see her as a woman. He definitely doesn't see her as, as a, a person leader, who's though. grown into this leader who's had to make incredibly tough choices, which I don't think she enjoyed making this choice. I don't think she liked it. She had to, and then she tried to turn her emotions off so that they were tolerable for her. But um, <laughs> Bellamy needs to back off. And also, if he wants to have these little heart-to-heart discussions mm-hmm. with her, he needs to do it when there's nobody else around. I don't know, man. I think exactly. That's the key, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, but they, he did kind of do it in this episode, and I think that he did kind of view her mm-hmm. as, like, the powerful person she was in this episode because instead of just talking to her playing nice, like, 
they fought. Like, mm-hmm. they uh, hardcore fought Literally, with each other. with knives. And, yeah, and yeah. so he knows her power, and I think that she knows his power, and I think they're finally getting to recognize each other's, you know, their strength, and, like, <laughs> both of them are so tough and, like, yeah. so driven just to to do what they think is best, and, you know, they butt heads sometimes, but I feel like there's got to be a way that the two of them can coexist and, you know. I don't know. Octavia's, she's a dick, man. She's a dictator. How did I finish that whole sentence? <laughs> I mean, that whole word. <laughs> it's like, she's a dictator, you know. Yeah. Um, who did y'all think was going to win? I, I honestly thought Octavia was going to win. Me too. But she's yeah. still wounded. She is oh. still wounded. She's still wounded, and she's recovering. And Brooke Blackman, 94, hey, said Bellamy should take a page out of Clark's book because I don't recall Clark talking to Letsy in front of people the way that Bellamy oh, is talking to Octavia. True. Yeah. And she really yeah. didn't. Whenever they'd have the little fights, they'd be in a room and that little, they'd mm-hmm. be in bed pretty yeah. much. It's kind of like a relationship. I don't know if your parents was like this, but like my mom had all the power, but my dad was the face of it. So my mm. dad would go out there and just, Ugh. But behind closed doors, like, what you think, sweetie? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's kind of like the situation. You just got to know when to speak to someone. I know yeah. that sounds bad, but... <laughs> no, that makes sense, though. That makes yeah. sense. Maybe, like, what he's saying is, you know, valid, but maybe he needs to say it in a different way. I'll, yes. I'll accept that. I'll definitely accept that. Good, guys. We found... We have figured out how yes. to solve all of their problems. This is perfect. Um, and so, like... Um, Octavia finally decides to compromise a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, if Echo can bring me the people's names who are planning on defecting, um, she won't be banished anymore. I'm like, yeah. okay. That's, you know, kind of a savage move, but I guess, you know, you scratch my back, uh, I won't send you to die. <laughs> yeah, you scratch my <laughs> That's back, the I won't motto of this yeah. episode. Um, and so two kids, I didn't catch their names, but two younger um, one crew members um, tell Echo that they want to go with her when she's banished. Mm-hmm. And Echo realizes that she just can't turn in their names. It's just going to be too cruel to do. It's the we're right su- thing to do. Yeah, but were yeah. you surprised by that? Because Echo's mm. been a bit of a shady character sometimes. I, th- I thought I thought that made the most sense. Mm. Everyone seems to be trying to have this whole new life type of thing where what if they were bad in in an older season (laughs) now they're trying to work on themselves so her no matter what kind of evil she did in the past or whatever i feel like she is still trying to be a better person yeah you know so that made sense to me and i agree with octavia using her skill set which is Mm -hmm. spying and duplicity smart for the one crew and i understand how she didn't want to turn everyone in because that felt not very nice it would have been like (laughs) killing people for at cold not in the heat of passion Mm -hmm. but on the other hand Octavia was very clear as to why this had to be done and I totally agreed with what Octavia did of course team O well no because if she'd allowed them to go freely Dioza would have been like well that's not right Octavia I know is Bat crap uh, crazy. Yeah. She wouldn't be cool with it. She kind of wanted them though, right? A little arm action, a little leg action, <laughs> a little back mm-hmm. left spine, you know what I mean? Make maybe a little wheelchair. I don't know. But not just murder, 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 yeah. right? But she still didn't want um anyone who's viable who'd be able to fight against one crew. Yeah, but look like the war about, is gonna come eventually. Look about ten people or so got onto the plane though. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean onto the ship. Some of them were wounded, yeah. I mean yeah. they had to make it look good. And ten, fine. Twenty, no. Okay. That's too bad. No. <laughs> well, let's re- I mean, yeah. let's rewind <laughs> just a little bit and like talk about how they exactly got to that point because they mm-hmm. did end up defecting. 
Um, but before that, Monty is trying to blind the radar that they have. So, like, the cameras they're using to spy on one crew, he's trying to make it so they can control them, and so basically they can, like, either disable yeah. them or, like, point it at a wall or something that nothing's Wrong going on at. Yeah. Exactly. And he, but he realizes he can't do it unless he has inside help. And so Bellamy and his little squad, uh, consisting yeah, of, you know, yeah. Monty and all of them, decide that they're going to go defect um, so they can get onto the, sh- onto the ship and they can, um, you know, blind the radar themselves because they can't do it unless they're in there. Um, and so in order to get inside the firewall, they will have to hack the camera. And so they want to go see Raven on the ship. Which I hope we get more of her next episode because, like I Definitely. said, really missed her. And so they ask Octavia permission to defect so they can go on the property, and mm-hmm. she's like, "No, I'm not sending Bellamy out there because she does care about him, <laughs> and she knew what she was gonna do, <laughs> right? <laughs> and she don't want to show any disloyalty. I guess yeah. that's very true. She wants to be fair. Yes, that's Killed true. Killed everyone, not just one. Yeah. Everyone gets the die. Oh, that's true. She probably <laughs> did have it in mind. She's like, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, already, she already knew. She already knew. Because she said, I said Echo, not, you know, everyone. everyone. Right. Yeah. Oh, she's mm-hmm. so clever. But yeah, so Echo <laughs> offers to do it instead of Bellamy. And she's like, you know what, fine. But if you get there and you're in huge trouble, guess what? No one's coming to save you, which... It's pretty savage, I mean, I'm not going to lie. But it's post... I, I can't say that word. Post-apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah, I, I just... Post-A, okay? It's post-A. Like, it's post-A. Everywhere you go is danger. You know what I mean? They can walk in the in the jungle and die from something. So him, so her giving a threat that if you go, you're on your own, I think that's pretty much understandable. That's true. It's kind of implied. Do? Like, yeah, everyone's she, on their yeah. own right now. What can <laughs> she do, though? What can she do to save them? It's no. true. Lance C in the chat says, I'm totally digging Echo and Bellamy together ever since the episode in season two when Bellamy saves her in Mount Weather. There was that little spark. Guys, they were hot in this episode. I'm not going to lie. I was just going to talk about their little goodbye, their little goodbye Mm -hmm. scene. Their little no clothes good goodbye scene i was mm-hmm. like oh it's a cute little pack no like they're really <laughs> saying goodbye yeah. um and i thought that was sweet echo's like listen i'm confident that we'll find each other again which i was like oh mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm here you're for always it. the one that, that that leans towards the love it's true you're so sweet we gotta you know? find the light in this yeah. darkness sometimes we do true love always conquers all i thought it was very cute yeah yeah I, i've never seen bellamy and clark together i'm sorry no that's no. interesting because a lot of people mm. like them I don't, I don't know. I'm together. here for the ride. I'm here for whatever, mm-hmm. wherever it takes me. I, I feel like there's chemistry everywhere in this show. There's always sparks. So. Clark I always think... has chemistry with everyone. And I anyone know. who Clark is with ends up dead. <laughs> and I do not well, Bellamy hurt. What about Clark and Nyla? I saw a little wink action or something. something yeah. Something. Something's we'll, up. Uh, we'll talk about <laughs> okay, that in just, right, uh, just a okay. short <laughs> moment. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we talked about the scene where Cooper shoots at the defectors and... Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, what are you doing? She's like, who do you think gave me the order to do this? Which I was kind of surprised. I honestly thought that Cooper might have gone rogue for a second. I thought that would have made some interesting conflict there. But I guess she's not really like that. I thought so too. Pivotal of a character yet, so it wouldn't have like mattered that much. Octavia would have been like, bam, bye, you know? If she's got one rebellion, she already rebelled once. Oh. Yeah. Octavia would not let that go down. Right. If she would kill her brother, she'll definitely kill her. Yeah, she don't care. She, we don't care about Cooper much. Let's be real. <laughs> I thought it definitely she did it against her will. Like, oh, she's getting soft. Let me go ahead and just take care and do the dirty work. That's what work I thought too. She, yeah, but no, Octavia absolutely. was definitely in charge. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, loophole. 
loophole. <laughs> um, let's talk about a little what was happening and on the ship and like with Dioza. So there's still some tension there between McCreary and her. McCreary wants that war. He's all about the war. Um, and Dioza's like, no, we're not doing that because one crew has engineers and farmers and all of that. And I like the fact that she is. I mean, she's a little cray, but she's pretty <laughs> level headed. Like she knows cray. to think ahead. Like she's not just all about the war because they could literally take these people out with like two missiles they said yeah mm-hmm. and i probably think that uh, yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> their technology is pretty good but i don't know i like that and i like that dios is still holding firm and in charge and i don't know i still see that a rebellion's coming oh, in yeah. her ship her Definitely. camp too but yeah because they're not gonna like the fact that kane is so close to her Yeah. Yeah, they're not. Well, because they they threatened to kill Kane, and then she's like, don't do that, or else Abby's (laughs) not going to research anything anymore for us. And he's been in her love bed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and McCreary's trouble. McCreary is trouble. He's a a maniac. He's been wanting to kill everyone since on the ship, off the ship, before the ship. You know what I mean? No matter where we are. He just likes killing. And he knows that they have a disease, which may or may not be cured, and Mm -hmm. he does not care about humanity. Yeah. So really, I don't know why keep, people Selfish. keep letting him live. They need to just throw him off a cliff and be done with it. Oh. <laughs> you are Team Octavia. That is harsh. <laughs> Guys, That's the Octavia thing to say. <laughs> speaking of this, whether you're yeah. Team Octavia, whether you're not Team Octavia... We want to know. We want to hear from you guys. Um, so we are available on like a lot of platforms. So if you are um, a podcast listener, if you're like listening to this in your car or something, make sure once you stop the car because we don't want you texting and driving or anything. But go to iTunes, rate us five stars, one through four. Don't work for some reason, so you can only click five. Make sure to drop us a comment there. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are on the Sci-Fi After Buzz page. And leave us, preferably, a nice comment, because I like reading the nice ones better than the mean ones, but I mean, mm-hmm. you do you, and yeah, share your thoughts, because I love, you guys have, like, the best theories, and I learn so much and think about things in totally new ways when I read your guys' comments, so make sure to do that, please, and keep the conversation going, um, and so that's what we're going to do, too, we're going to keep this conversation going. Let's talk about Clark, you guys. Clark, my, my right. favorite. No. So, Clark, I mean, she's pretty great. Like, yeah. I feel that. I've got bitten by the Clark bug. The Clark yeah. bug. Yeah. Who hasn't? Let's be real. <laughs> so, she is not about the punishing all the defectors plan either. She wants to go back to Shallow Valley, though. Um, she thinks that there's a way to kind of join. I think that she's thinking kind of how Kane is thinking. Like, maybe mm-hmm. we can unite unite with them in, in some way or another. Um, what do you guys think about that? That is a bad idea. A bad <laughs> idea? <laughs> They're criminals, not even regular criminals, not like white-collar criminals. They're like truly violent criminals. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like they've been in counseling or anything like that. They were mm-hmm. put to sleep. To until be they fair, woke up. though... I mean, they're all criminals if too. We, yeah, if we look, yeah, if yeah. we look at the stats, considering how many people Clark has killed, exactly. and I'm not saying that uh, she's, Clark, yeah. I'm not saying that she's, you know, done it because she wants to. But she I mean, it. she's a serial killer. Like, let's oh, yeah. be real, Very much serial. Well, most of these people are serial killers. So, just playing devil's advocate, serial killer. They're but we like, don't know though because they yeah. there was like um, like a war going on with them mm-hmm. too, right? Because Dioza was talking about that. So we don't really know their history. Like, maybe they had justification, too. Mm-hmm. Burning people alive and eating them? Because some, some of them were, like, 
One guy is a carnivore. No. Cannibal? Cannibal. Mm-hmm. Then one person, because they were looking through their criminal records. Yeah. And it looks like all the people who were like um, the staff on the ship, they murdered them. So the people who are alive are the, not even like the blue collar or white collar criminals. They're like real criminals. And yes, our ship, our um, sky people are descended. Some of them are descended from criminals, but that's not the same kind of criminality. And they usually, to a certain degree, will put aside some of their baser urges for the sake of humanity or getting along. And once they have like a strong leader, they're able to sort of function and follow within whatever the government that they have. But it seems like they're still fighting over their government. And it's like McCrary and his people want to just be crazy nut jobs, kill everybody, destroy <laughs> humanity, destroy the only habitable part of Earth. And then there's the other ones who are kind of sane, who are having a little war. Because I think the people who are following deals are, are the former um, the former soldiers who try to overthrow the government for whatever reason. But, but there's, I think, fewer of them mm-hmm. than there are than McQuarrie's team. Yeah. But I feel like the soldiers, a soldier is essentially someone without power. Like, they take orders and they kill because someone else told them to kill. Mm-hmm. I think everyone deserves a second chance a little bit. If you were a murderer up on the ship, I think as, now that you're on, on the ground, you deserve to have a reset slate. Because everyone's <laughs> yeah. killed at this point. We uh, love, I love this debate, guys. <laughs> That's how I feel about it, though, you know? No, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I agree. I, I would love to see them. I mean, the guy who ate people, forces. okay, maybe not him, but everyone <laughs> guys, else. Guys, there's always one, okay? <laughs> there's always the guy. It's going to happen. But we also, at the same time, we have a lot of stuff going on with Maddie as well. So um, Gaia starts telling Maddie about combat, which she's like super into, which I think mm-hmm. is hilarious. I love her so much. And Maddie tells Gaia about her night blood, but doesn't tell her like the whole truth. She's like, "Oh, it's synthetic." Like Clark went to Becca's lab. Which doesn't make sense. Yeah. Which absolutely. But, well, that that happened before. That's how Clark's the night blood. Well, Clark, if you remember, on the end of the season, she the ship was going up, and the. What do, you, what do you call it? The like radiation stuff. Radiation was coming, and she the radiation hit her. So mm-hmm. when did she have time in the radiation to find the girl, do a transfer? You know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> she didn't have no time. That window was short. She would have to be saved before the radiation hit. Yeah. So that didn't make sense to me. Yeah, but yeah. well, guy doesn't know that. Yeah, okay. I <laughs> don't know that. And so I lie. thought she was snooping. I thought she was trying to figure it out a little bit. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think she was trying to figure out if that was her child, child. Her biological oh. child, and then she would have had the night blood, right? Because, like naturally, yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, speaking of snooping and trying to get information, we have Nyla and Clark reconnecting as well, which uh, I did not see like Nyla's betrayal coming, and I think that you guys did a little more than I did, though. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I was just like, oh, this is sweet. Like, maybe I was just, maybe it's just because I'm, like, tired today or something. <laughs> but I was like, oh, this they is cute. It up. Yeah, they were yeah, setting it up for it. The questions she asked were pretty, pretty prying, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, during their conversation, Gaia comes in. She still does have the flame. She's the flame keeper. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the worst <laughs> accent, accent that I've <laughs> ever tried, but it's fine. And she starts suffocating Nyla because she thinks she's going to come for Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um... And, in fact, Nyla was trying to come for Maddie, yeah. we later find out. And she's like, Clark, you got to tell Octavia the truth about her being Nightblood, or I will, pretty much. I did not think that Nyla was, like, super Team Octavia, like, as much as she is, apparently. She's not Team Octavia. She's, she's team, team One Crew. 
team one, one crew yeah. to keep them from inviting. Yeah, yeah. and Gaia, that, that makes sense because uh, I think there's still some little bit of um, remorse that Octavia is so close to her mom. Yeah. She's always been a chosen for her mom, so she's like, eh, you know, I could take it or leave it. Right. The Gaia yeah. thing made sense for me, too. But yeah. the Nyla thing, I was like, ooh, I don't know. I just, like, I didn't see her being the one to... Yeah. To be the one to, you know well, what I Clark mean? Clark didn't put that spazzadazz on her just yet. You know, Clark had to lure the lantern light in the ca- in the cave. You know what I mean? And I mean, they've been there before. Warm. That's the thing. They have history. So I was like, ooh, maybe yeah. they, she wants she to forgot. rekindle yeah. that history. But she's got some shadier intentions than that. Um, and so they, um, Clark tells Maddie, yo, we got to. We gotta get we gotta skedaddle because <laughs> these people are coming for you. And Maddie's not here for it. She's so brave, you guys. I, I oh, brave but dumb. That move she did at the end was totally dumb to me. You know, her going yeah. to turn herself in, you know, no. No, so, I'm just saying no. So her intentions when she went to Octavia was to save Clark. Were to save Clark and she wanted to become a part of one crew. Yes. But she also by doing that made Octavia have night blood. Do you mm. think that Maddie like knew what she was doing? Like cuz it was not just she wasn't just doing one thing, you know. Mm-hmm. They were kind of literally conjoining the night blood and the one crew together with that move. Do you think that she knows the repercussions from that? I doubt she'd even know about that mm-hmm. um, behavior of cutting your hand because I doubt she did that with Clark. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand where she was coming from. They've been alone for such a long time. Sure. And I'm sure the idea of being just the two of them when she knew there are other human beings around would be horrifying yeah. for a child. So mm-hmm. I don't think she wanted to leave. And also just the look she was giving um, mm-hmm. Octavia, she just saw herself in Octavia. And I think Octavia saw a lot of herself and I think she's basically stolen Clark's daughter. And she's like, she's my daughter now, so I'll yeah. step. Yeah, I feel like Clark definitely felt betrayed by that. Because she's raised her for the past six years, and now she's all of a sudden yeah. just, oh, yeah, Octavia's here now. <laughs> that's Peace her favorite out, comic book character, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> she um, is better than you. Like, it's like, what? Yeah. You know? I, feel, I felt really bad for Clark there. Like, oh, that would hurt. I still think something's wrong off there. I still don't trust Octavia. Yeah, and that's the way they do. I oh, I think she's definitely. I think that she definitely knows that she's you know has this night blood now in her because when mm-hmm. you cut the hand, you could see that her blood was like black. Mm-hmm. And so I think Octavia. I I unfortunately do think that she's completely exploiting the situation. And why did she choose one crew over the valley? Because she chose that when she escaped before she heard the gunshot. So it wasn't that she went to Octavia out of fear that she was going to die with the valley. Well, she knows that the Clark valley, would die. Would in the die. Valley. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So they can't go sense. back. And mm-hmm. Clark was willing to die For and her. go with her, as opposed to just sending the child by herself. Right. Um, <laughs> which would have made more sense. But um, but I understand. I totally understand with what Maddie was doing. Maddie doesn't want to be alone, and she's been hearing about Octavia more like mythology than like a real mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And so she, she can't thinks separate they're still it friends. Out. Yeah. 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 And I think, I mean, Octavia. I know you guys think she's evil. she's not evil. She just did what she felt was necessary. And I think at this point, it would not be necessary to kill Maddie. Yes. Hmm. So she might be her daughter, her pretend daughter. But she also is, I think, like, not the purest of intentions. Not like, oh, Maddie's like my BFF now. It's like, oh, you have the blood. Let's let's give me the blood. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because that is another thing to kind of keep her in power. 
I don't know. I, I hope that she actually cares about Maddie a little bit because I think uh, they're really cute. I think they're really she just met her. a fun relationship. But did anybody say anything about it yet? Uh-huh. No. Oh, we're says, just I'm, still I'm Team Bellamy, yeah. Team Kane, Team Jasper. So many teams. Lancey, yeah. Team Jasper. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Twilight or something. Yeah, like, I asked like everybody team. whose team they were, and you guys know I'm Team Octavia. Team so. Octavia. Yeah. I love that. I don't know. I think I'm guess I'm Clark. Guys, I'm Team Abby. I'm not gonna lie, I love Abby so much. And I love that scene where the like emotional scene between Clark and Maddie where she's like if something happens to me, go find my mom. I just, I loved that moment. I thought that was cool. I thought that was sweet and then I thought does Clark know her mom is suffering from addiction? Yeah. Oh, that's new. No. That's the six year does have a, I think that she saw a little glimpse of it, right? But I don't think she knows she's but probably not like, like full blown like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, guys, oh, um, hopefully the Abby would be able to get over it for the sake of Maddie. You know, she can get over it for her boyfriend. So she's not gonna get over it for her. Well, true but it's daughter, Maddie. You know what I mean? It's Maddie. Um, <laughs> Maddie. It's Maddie. Maddie. That's your nickname for her. It's Maddie. Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and let's quickly talk about um, Murphy. He is still being tracked. He has his little mm-hmm. crazy little shot collar thing. And he and Amori hide out in a cave. And Amori's trying so hard to pry it off. And it just keeps shocking both of them. And she's slightly enjoying it. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> you know. Spark. I mean, you know. The, the, the spark. There's a spark spark there. Up. Sparks yeah. are flying everywhere. Um, and they have a really good conversation that I have been, like, waiting for. And we kind of find out that... Mm. Murphy was a little bit jealous when Amori branched out and, you know, got new friends and kind of spend, started mm-hmm. spending time with Raven and stuff, which I think is, like, really sad, like, in, in both respects. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect he was going to say something like that. Yeah. At all. That I he had that type either. of emotion, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel bad for Murphy because he feels like, you know, this one person who's important in his life is slipping away, but at the same time, like, Amori just wants friends. Like, her life should be more than just him. It's probably jealousy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Murphy's never had, like, a lot of friends and true friends or true Mm. loyalty. That's his fault. So for him... Yeah. For him, he'd look at them as stealing her away. Oh. As opposed to her having Branching enough love out. in her heart to have to share all these, he doesn't want to share. He wants her to be a loner too, I guess. Yeah. 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 So that is a dysfunctional relationship. It is. <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully we can find our way back to each other. I feel like they're starting to maybe. I mean, there's still a lot of tension there, but I feel like they're starting to finally communicate and talk about their mm-hmm. feelings, which is always good. Yes. And so they finally figure out how to kind of manipulate the caller and plant like a bomb sort of thing so when people come looking and they yeah. like push the button it backfires on them which no I thought that was really that. cool well, I don't either but it was really cool because the it was a tank um, or something the huh? thing was supposed to blow his head off yeah so just oh. putting it down and then turning it on then that would be the explosion but instead and then I think they put it with some other things right so like they made it like or... a weapon of mass destruction or... <laughs> okay. MDA MED MD mm-hmm. you know when you make a bomb you make it worse so Shoots off like yeah. nails and things. Oh. Yes, I'm not a weapony person, so I don't know what <laughs> weapony. That's called. <laughs> um, and so that actually gives them a hostage. So they got some power. They got some leverage here now. They need to chain him up, gag him, yeah, cut off a foot, dangerous. something. He is a horrible hostage. Yeah, he's a horrible hostage. But and he you also know. is important because he's important to the elitist crew of people. So it's like he's a valuable hostage, but also. 
there's risk. He's important to the people that want to overthrow Dioza. Yeah. You know, see, like, Dioza's like, oh, yeah, don't kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Do you think she there? wants him back? Yeah, I think that she wants him back. She doesn't want him back. She he can't fly the plane. I mean, he's going to die from whatever disease he has. And he doesn't really take orders very well. He's going to no. be the first one to overthrow her. Yeah, he wants. To, he's been plotting to kill her. So no, mm. I'd let him die. I'd be like, oh no, what can we do to save him? Yeah, everyone. we can't do that. So I guess you'll have to kill him. Mm. I tried my best, everyone. Yeah. I tried. We just asked you for a cup of water. Nope, sorry, we can't. <laughs> Peace out. No cups of water here. Just gallons, you know. Gallons. <laughs> that way, the other people won't blame her for his death. They'll blame one crew, and she'll be like, "Oh, oh, take one for the team, one crew." Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Side note: Did you see? Did you guys notice how they spell, spell one crew? With the W? Yeah. Yes, W-O-N-K-R-U. Oh. I've been misspelling it. <laughs> somehow, I don't know why I knew that, but I think that, I think maybe people in the comments, I read the comment section, guys, mm-hmm. so that's Cause I was thinking why one people crew. are there. Yeah, I know. It would make mm-hmm. sense, but they also, it's like one the crew. different language that they have, so maybe it's like taken from that or something. Mm-hmm. Um, let's really briefly touch on what happened at the end of the episode. So, they take Echo's little bracelet software. Yes. But rest assured, it's fine because she's already stashed it in someone's body. That's why she's wild. As soon as I saw the bracelet come off, I was like, okay, now we have to see another episode of her trying to uh, recover the bracelet. Me too. Once I saw, she already grabbed the the computer. Right, but that's what that's what you were thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, we have to have another arc where they have to somehow sneak around and they're gonna get in trouble. They have to kill someone who sees them. Like I had this whole thing in my mind, but once I saw it in someone's flesh. I was like, okay. That's yeah. pretty, it's pretty. There you go. Yeah, I mean, she saw that. That knocked off my episode. <laughs> everybody's bobble. She was like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. So sorry, girl. I'm going to have to do this to you. I know. An open wound. <laughs> and the girl's like, oh, oh And she's ow. just like, shh. <laughs> like, <Gosh. laughs> I thought that was so creepy. It's yeah. so creepy. And they're all getting little collars, tracking shot collars mm-hmm. on them, too. Which is smart. Yeah. Which is smart, Very but. smart. Dang, guys. Like, damn, Dioza. You're really going mm-hmm. there. I don't know. It was, it was smart, but a little savage. Yeah. So yeah, that was the episode. Let us move on to yeah. our special segment, Boss Move of the Week. Like a boss. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Sarai, you have one that you've been dying to say. Oh, but we just talked about it. But my boss move my boss move of the week was when she hit the chip, or I'm sorry, the hard drive or USB in the girl's body. Yeah. She's like putting pressure. Oh yeah, I'll save your life. By the way, let me stick this foreign object <laughs> in your body. I hope you don't mind. It's you know what I mean? That's that's a oh, boss move. Boss. So boss nice. move. Cherry, you got one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, my boss move is, of course, my queen bee, Octavia. Uh, when she was right. like, you know what? Shoot the interlopers. Shoot the traitors. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Shoot everyone but the one that I need. She can live. Boss move. Like a boss. It's a boss, a little bit of Definitely a villainous boss. boss, but boss nonetheless. I think mine. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you. <laughs> I think mine would have to be Gaia just sneaking into that room and suffocating um, Nyla. It's like, well, that's intense stuff. That's pretty boss because, you know, she's True. protecting that flame. Like she's doing it for the flame. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty. And for cool. Maddie, you, you're acting. Yeah, guys, Maddie. So we also have some fan shoutouts this week because you guys are really awesome about communicating with us. Um, so broke black man ninety four, you're in the chat like every week. Thank you so much for joining Since us. Ninety four. Ninety four. And Chris Salaski, you guys are two little special fans of the week. And so all you really have to do to be like entered to be a special fan is to comment 
comment something not super hateful in YouTube or iTunes, and then we'll maybe shout you out next week. Mm-hmm. I have a super gossip from the chat, because y'all roll. Let's do it. Zayas B. Lou says, Georgia Lee from The Expanse has joined the season six writer's room. Boom. Oh, cool. Yes. Love The Expanse. I love the writer's news. We never talk about the writers, love but the writers. that's awesome. Um, I think we have, I have one more piece of news if we want to play the little sound effect. Yeah. After Buzz TV News. That always makes me feel like I'm like a host of a weather show or something. I really enjoy it. Um, so I'm going to butcher the last name because I can never say it. But the girl who plays Octavia, Marie Avdropoulos. Yep. Um, she did an interview with TV Insider that just came out today. And it's a really, really awesome interview. She talks about all about like her character arc this season, how she feels about certain things, um, how she feels about... like. There's fans like Cherry that absolutely love her, and there's fans that like really are not here for Octavia. So she kind of talks about <laughs> dealing with both sides of that spectrum. It's really awesome. Like I said, it's on TV Insider. Um, the whole interview is called All Hail the Red Queen, the 100 Star on Octavia's Bloody New Role. So guys, check that out. It's a really, really cool interview. Um, yeah. So let's start wrapping up. Let's do some predictions. Ooh. And now... Your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> Sci-fi. Does anyone have some like burning ones they really think are going to come true? Clark is going to find a new love this season. You know, a new love or rekindle <laughs> an She's old not going to rekindle a new one. She's going to hook up with someone new. Okay, Flyboy with his fine anybody. Self. <laughs> Clark goes for anybody, anybody, everybody. She's a train. Um, She's a train. So my prediction is there's going to be, not, it shouldn't be a love triangle exactly, but it's definitely going to be a triangle where Maddie's going to be being pulled by her loyalty to Clark with her newfound, adoration. not motherly, but yeah. sisterly adoration, um, girl crush on Octavia. I can see that happening too. Um, my prediction is I think that Abby might find some new stuff. <laughs> I can talk really well tonight, you guys. <laughs> Maybe make some um, make some moves, finding the cure for the you know virus that's plaguing everyone. Of I think that that's definitely a storyline that's going to become more prevalent in the next mm-hmm. few episodes. Um, guys, make sure to drop your predictions in all of our comments. No matter how wild and crazy they are, the wild and crazier they are, the more fun they are to read, honestly. So make sure um, to do that. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Where can everyone find you guys to continue the conversation? You can find me, Cherry Nurse on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, The Expanse on Sundays at 6. Uh, Funny Sarai on Instagram and Instagram. Wait, Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, it's uh, Sarai Comedian. And also on Tuesday. Well, this is Tuesday. Also on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. for Archer. Awesome. And you guys can find me on Twitter at alphabet underscore Anne, on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I also host um, a show about Colts every Tuesday at 8 o'clock and Law & Order SVU every Thursday at 8 o'clock. We are off next week. I think we come back on June 19th. We have another week break, but we will be back on June 19th at 10 o'clock on Tuesday. Until next time, we will see you guys. Keep it 100. Ooh, Ooh, love ya. (laughs) Kisses. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.